Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. There is no quit in America. Name me a single objective we've ever set out to accomplish that we've failed on. Name me one in all of our history. Not one. It's never been a good bet to bet against America. And it's still not a good bet today. Yeah, said angry Joe, who's crazy and doesn't know much and falls down a lot. And his brain, you know about his brain, don't you? It's a no good, that brain of his, she's a no good. That's a no good at all. As she no work, that one, she's a no good. It was never any good. Now it's on display more frequently, perhaps. He has the IQ of uh, jellyfish. I know which jellyfish you want to know. Probably a man of war. Probably a man of war. Speaking of which, have you noticed the complete absence of media coverage of the ongoing war in Ukraine with Russia? It is a non-story. It's not even on the back pages. It's nowhere to be found. What happened to TV news going into the battle zone and hearing shots fired and seeing people being dragged away, wounded, and the uh, the hospital stories and uh, where about Joe Biden's cluster bombs? You know, cluster bomb Biden. Cl- Joe Biden sent him cluster bombs. And the news media said, oh, Joe Biden sent him cluster bombs. And they said, isn't he neat? I voted for him repeatedly, the Democrats said. And that's, I'm sorry, the media said, uh, I'm sorry, the Democrats said, she's my sister, she's my daughter. Isn't that amazing? And uh, Joe Biden sends cluster bombs to Ukraine, and they just stopped talking about it. Not a thing. Are the cluster bombs being used? Are we sending more? How much did he ask for? Another uh, $24 billion or something like that for Ukraine, which gave the Biden family millions of dollars before the Putin attack came along. He's a communist, Vlad the Impaler. Putin, Joe Biden, is the, the stooge, the hand puppet of the American military-industrial complex. Pay no attention to that. Beware the military-industrial complex, and that means Joe Biden. Notice there was no war in Europe when uh, Donald Trump was president. Putin was afraid of Donald Trump. Kim Jong-un afraid of Donald Trump. Xi Jinping. Xi Jinping. A ricochet rabbit afraid of Donald Trump. And, you know, this is one inadvertent, unintentional service that the corrupt news media provides. They provided the same service when Ronald Reagan was elected president. The news media, meaning the left, the Democrat Party, demonized Ronald Reagan and then demonized Donald Trump to such an extraordinary extent that the bad guys of the world are terrified of them. And you know, the Soviet Union was terrified of Ronald Reagan because the left demonized him uh, to the point where Oh, he's going to uh, global thermonuclear war. And they made posters of Ronald Reagan with a missile head 
You know, the top of his head was a pointed ballistic missile, and he was going to kill us all. And, uh, of course, he was the first president to reduce the nuclear arsenal, first president in the history of the world to reduce the nuclear arsenal. Uh, and um, and uh, the peace talks with, uh, with Gorbachev and Washington and Reykjavik uh, and Iceland, you know, and, and, um, and then, of course, uh, the agreements with uh, Gorbachev and then the collapse of the Soviet Union. And uh, the American news media made him out to be the biggest warmonger in the history of the world. He was, of course, quite the opposite. Richard Nixon, they depict Richard Nixon as a warmonger of some kind. Uh, Richard Nixon, uh, who served in the Navy in World War II, and, and he uh, opened relations with communist China, created detente with Russia, created the Strategic Arms Limitations Treaty, the first president to cap the number of nuclear weapons or the increase the, uh, in the number of nuclear weapons. And, of course, he got us out of Vietnam. Ask any college graduate, they'll tell you that Richard Nixon uh, was the president on watch for Vietnam. No, but he and now 100-year-old Henry Kissinger got us out of Vietnam after John F. Kennedy and then really LBJ and the military-industrial complex under LBJ got us into Vietnam up to our eyeballs. We were fighting commies, of course, and uh, never mind all of that. And then they demonized Donald Trump to the point where well, Putin didn't invade Ukraine on Trump's watch, did he? The Russians, the Chinese, were not harassing, not sending ships into our waters in Alaska, not uh, sending airplanes up to knock down our multi-million dollar drones and to menace and threaten our airplanes in flight. But under Biden, the weak sister, and everybody knows it, including Xi Jinping, Ricochet Rabbit, and uh, Vlad the Impaler, KGB killer Putin, Stasi boy Putin, they see weakness in the United States and the bad guys of the world take advantage. One of my great old sayings, that's right, one of my great old sayings, that the, the bad guys, the tyrants of the world, um, are the only world leaders, the only people in the world that need fear the wrath of the United States of America. The good guys of the world need not fear the wrath of the United States of America. Only the tyrants of the world need fear the wrath of the United States of America. That's why we must maintain military dominance on planet Earth, because there are bad guys out there, and now the Democrat Party has uh, joined them again. But if the bad guys of the world, if the tyrants of the world do not fear the wrath of the United States of America, then the tyrants of the world have nothing to fear. And that's where we are now. The tyrants of the world have nothing to fear because they do not fear the wrath of the United States of America. When President Trump was president, he was the least militaristic president we've had in generations. And the media demonized him to the point and made him seem like this unpredictable monster that uh, Putin never would have invaded Ukraine if Trump had still been in the White House for fear that the wrath of the United States would be upon him. And the Democrats are here to undo, you know, keep in mind the Democratic Party isn't. They are the left. They're not liberals. They're the left. And the left is closer to Putin and Xi Jinping than they are to certainly Donald Trump and or Ronald Reagan. You know, American leaders that are on our side. Isn't that amazing? It's at least appalling. 
And you have these radicals named for Che Guevara and with uh, a Zwahili name raised by a Black Panther in Georgia going after President Trump and their mad screeds, anti-Trump screeds, and their abuses of power to get the political enemies of the Democrat Party. And they will unhesitatingly use and abuse the, the authorities and the powers of their offices, elected and appointed, to destroy the Republican Party and their candidates and to tamper once again in yet another presidential election. The timing of all of this is truly outrageous. Jonathan Turley, the law professor at the George Washington University in Washington, D.C., is a very smart man and a serious man and a legal scholar. And um, he has worked in many capacities, including as a defense attorney. And he spoke to the timing of uh, Fani Zwahili, Fanny Willis, in Atlanta, Georgia, and the timing of uh, demanding that he appear in court the day before Super Tuesday in order to shamelessly tamper with the political process in the United States of America because she's a radical raised by a Black Panther leader who is here to destroy the world and has openly expressed her disdain and contempt for Donald Trump on camera which is no problem as long as you're a Democrat. Jonathan Turley, however, uh, does take issue with the timing. It is clearly going to run into problems. I'm speaking as a criminal defense attorney that this schedule is really grossly unfair uh, to Donald Trump. And the question is, why this mad rush? Why is everyone not just piling on indictments, but jamming together these trials, daisy-chaining them? Uh, from Super Tuesday to virtually the inauguration. Which shows collusion and coordination across state lines, which is a violation of the RICO statutes, and they're all going to have to be handcuffed and dragged away by their hair, thrown into the back of uh, armored paddy wagons. Paddy wagon is an anti-Irish slur, by the way, but it's okay because, you know, the Irish are fine with it. And... Uh, Yeah, I mean, this is uh, cross state lines, the Democrat political actors posing as legitimate government officials. We see it from the FBI and the Department of Justice to the intelligence community to state and city prosecutors when they're Democrats using and abusing their their powerful posts to destroy the political enemies of the Democrat Party. Che Alexander, presumably named for Che Guevara by her radical parents, or maybe she adopted Che Guevara. You know, mass-murdering racist communist Che Guevara, the Democrat Party, admires him, loves him. Remember when Barack Obama went to communist Cuba, where the communists banned Christmas? When Barack Obama went down there to suck up to the communist killer Castro brothers that run that slave ship called Cuba, he posed proudly. In fact, it was his idea to pose proudly in front of the building-sized portrayal of Che Guevara, a, uh, a mass murderer uh, and, uh, and a racist against black people. I love this when I bring this up that Che Guevara is a racist. Democrats, they look puzzled for a moment and they say, racist toward who? Because if it's toward Anglo white people, then it's okay, see? Because that's the way they've been raised. Che Alexander on uh, leaking, oops, accidentally online the Trump indictment before the 
And then she said she has nothing to do with uh, the Black Panther prosecutor. But gosh, we had all of the charges, but the grand jury had not arrived at those charges when she posted the document on Al Gore's Amazing Internet outlining the charges that would eventually be. I am human. I did a work sample I'm in human. the system. Work sample. And when I hit save, it went to the press queue. It wasn't an official document. It wasn't official charges. It was the dry run. It was a work sample. It was fictitious. It wasn't real. It didn't have a stamp on it. It didn't have a stamp on it. It wasn't real. It wasn't official. Um, uh, I wasn't even there. I, uh, bring me a small liar. <laughs> I, uh, that was pretty, I am human, she protests. I am human. I am human. I hit the wrong button. She meant to hit save, but instead it was posted on the internet. And it laid out all the charges that had not been charged. And that's okay, because Democrats... I'm a human being. Maybe she's the elephant woman. It's, uh, it's uh, possible. I am human. Descendant of uh, John Merrick, perhaps. That's some crazy, crazy Democrat stuff. And, you know, these are really not legitimate prosecutions. So many of the charges are completely absurd. Phone calls, voicemails, booking a room, um, discussing legal strategy, the White House... Chief of Staff is charged with a series of crimes, Mark Meadows, for advising the president. These are violations of the First Amendment, among other things. And when the Democrats do it, you know, Jake Tapper will go on and say it's racist not to do it. And then he'll reveal that he doesn't know what those words mean. Right, I'm a bigot, you know, but for the left. Right, Woody Allen is a bigot, but it's okay because it's for the left. That's Annie Hall, right? Annie Hall. <laughs> yeah. Woody Allen. I, I love, it's a great soundbite. I'm a bigot, but for the left. Right. I'm a bigot, you know, but for the left. See, so that's, I'm a bigot, so it's, uh, but for the left. Hey, I've got breaking news. President Joe Biden's plan to introduce the digital dollar is already underway, and it's vital to understand the potential consequences. Contrary to their claims, believe it or not, this initiative may not be in your best interest or your family's or your retirement, or your money's best interest. Time is of the essence, so taking action now is absolutely necessary to protect yourself and your future, your family, your retirement. You can help protect your savings from the risks, the threat of the digital dollar by diversifying your money with gold and silver IRAs. To get started, call the experts at American Alternative Assets. Call them today at 888-4-GOLD-20. The number four, the word gold, 20. That's 888-446-5360. They'll give you all the guidance you need on safeguarding your retirement savings. Say no to Biden's digital dollar. Get smart today. Call 888-4-GOLD-20. That's 888-446-5360. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. Seek your own legal tax investment and financial advice before opening an account. Yeah, yeah. How many MS-13 and mass-murdering illegal aliens will ICE capture today without the cooperation of the Democrat Party? 
And how many Democrat-run school districts are looking to change the genders of the children without notifying the parents? That's coming up. Y'all pardon me. I do my hair. I do not curl my brain. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about... How to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Starbucks uh, sells coffee and... Um, and that's run by a bunch of racists, you know. We just call everybody racist. It's just a thing that you call people now. Starbucks ordered to pay an extra $2.7 million to an employee who said she was fired for being white. The jury had already previously awarded Shannon Phillips $25.6 million. This is a good news story. A New Jersey federal judge has ordered Starbucks to pay a former employee who was awarded $25.6 million in a wrongful termination suit, an extra $2.7 million in damages, insult to injury. Shannon Phillips, a former regional director for the chain, sued the coffee giant in 2019, claiming that she was fired for being white. Apparently she won the case. On Wednesday, Judge Joel Slomsky ordered Starbucks to pay Phillips an additional two million seven hundred thirty six thousand seven hundred fifty five dollars in back pay front pay and gross tax court documents show the ruling comes after a camden jury ordered the coffee giant to pay phillips 25.6 million dollars in settlement money including punitive and compensatory damages following a trial in june 52 year old phillips claimed in her lawsuit that her race was a determinative factor in Starbucks' decision to fire her in the wake of a 2018 racial firestorm. It was a racial firestorm because two black men, Dante Robinson and Roshan Nelson, took up residence in her, one of her Starbucks stores, and they uh, sat there, and uh, employees would go over and say, could I get you anything? Said, no, no, we're just sitting here. And uh, they used it as their office, and they used the Wi-Fi, and they refused to buy anything, and finally an employee said, Listen, if you're just going to sit here all day and use our Wi-Fi and use it as your office, we're going to not buy anything. We're going to have to ask you to leave. And they said, well, we're not leaving. We're just using your place and we're using your Wi-Fi. So, uh, you know, uh, take a walk. And uh, they called the police eventually. And the police came and said, you know, you're kind of loitering or something. And they asked him to leave. So it became because Democrats, it became a, a, a big racial firestorm. And then they fired the regional manager and blamed her for it. And they said, well, you know, if she hadn't been white, this wouldn't have happened and all this stuff. So uh, completely crazy. Robinson and Nelson also reached an agreement with Starbucks. Um, Starbucks, of course, and, and the city of Philadelphia as well. Starbucks vowed um, in 2018 to pay each of the men $1 for 
That's like trading places, right? It's like, you know, one dollar, um, uh, Randolph and uh, Mortimer, one uh, dollar. Uh, and they uh, promised $200,000 investment, ABC News uses the word investment, into programs that support aspiring young entrepreneurs, according to the Philadelphia mayor's office. So they don't give them $200,000. They each get $1. That's not even enough for a coffee at Starbucks. And somebody else gets $200,000 because if you're a liberal, that makes sense. You know, there's not uh, enough harmonica these days. Don't you know what you think? I think the world needs more harmonica. I, uh, I believe I cut myself off in the middle of my uh, telling the last story before we went to break, and entirely my fault, except for the part that's Michael Piercy's fault. But the <laughs> running right over the thing there, and I, I apologize for that. I was in the middle of tell, telling the Starbucks story where the, they uh, fired the woman for being white because she's white, and they had to pay her $25.6 million because they're racist to Shannon Phillips. And uh, then yesterday she was awarded another $2.736 million because, you know, the judge there, Joel uh, Slomsky, did, uh, did the right thing. And Starbucks is a terrible, awful company with very deep pockets, and they should pay everyone, including me. Not really. I've only been to, into Starbucks twice in my life. Um, but never mind that. That's not important now. Let's go to the uh, gender dysphoric uh, Democrats because I told you the story uh, day before yesterday about Montgomery County. A uh, group of parents in Montgomery County, Maryland, uh, parents led by a uh, Catholic, a group of Catholic parents, a group of Muslim parents, a group of Greek Orthodox parents, sued the school district in Montgomery County because the school district in Montgomery County decided that they should take it upon themselves to transition your boy to girl or transition your girl to boy while keeping it a secret from you as the parents. And so naturally, parents took the school district, Montgomery County, leftist, liberal, lunatics, sanctuary county, MS-13 murders, used to be a nice tree-lined suburban county, the left is here. They will destroy the world before they're done, and they'll do it one county, one city, one state, one country at a time, if need be. And the parents lost their lawsuit because the, the judge ruled that the parents didn't have standing. They didn't have standing because none of their kids had been transitioned by the school. You see, they're trying to prevent that from happening. That's the whole point. But the school says, we don't need to notify parents. And then the, uh, the courts agreed, in effect, by ruling that the parents did not have standing to contest the school district's policies, the Montgomery County Democrat liberal hate boys, hate girls, have some weird kinky fetish with uh, children and sexuality, the entire Democrat Party. Leave the kids alone. Stay away from the kids, creeps. And then in New Jersey, it turns out that the same thing is going on there. Three New Jersey school districts sued by the state of New Jersey over the gender identity policy, whatever gender identity is. But the Democrats will tell you, and then tomorrow it'll have a different definition. Now, here's what happened here. These three New Jersey school districts 
decided that they would notify parents if for some inexplicable reason their children in school announced that they wanted to identify as something other than their actual gender. The school districts, these three school districts and no other school districts, they decided, well, we will notify the parents. And the Democrats in charge of the state of New Jersey sued the three school districts because they want to force them to keep it a secret from the parents if teachers in school urge children to be demented and mentally ill because little children are impressionable and vulnerable and there are predators out there. We call them Democrats. Joe Biden sniffs them and rubs them and gropes their wives and, you know, if there are adults around. So three New Jersey school districts have schools that tell parents if a child changes their gender identity and the Democrats on a state level have jumped in and they're suing the three school districts to try to prevent them. And uh, we talked about this on my Newsmax show last night, 9 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday. And the liberal on the show, Jason Nichols, University of Maryland uh, College uh, professor and Ph.D. And, uh, and he said, well, they're protecting the safety of the children from the parents, not from the sexual predators in the school system who are foisting this dementia upon the children, but the Democrats in New Jersey jumped in to protect the children allegedly from the parents because the parents are the problem not the child sex predators that wheedled their way into the school systems where they can convince boys that they're girls and girls that they're boys, because that somehow makes sense to someone. And then, just to keep the ball rolling with the Democrat sexual dementia, feminist medical school professor says trans kids identifying as minotaurs you know, mythical creatures from ancient times, minotaurs are part of, quote, gender revolution. She is a feminist medical school professor, and she says there's a gender revolution going on, okay? The minotaur is derived from Greek mythology, has the body of a man and the head of a bull, you see? So this woman, California hospital executive and professor, claim children can identify as mythologically inspired creatures and claimed that this category of children love mermaids, according to a presentation reviewed by Fox News Digital. Diane, she has an actual name, Diane Ehrensaft, a self-identified feminist who supports a gender revolution is the director of mental health and chief psychologist at the University of California, San Francisco, Benioff Children's Hospital Gender Development Center. She should be arrested immediately. She's also a professor at the University of California, San Francisco School of Medicine, naturally. The developmental and clinical psychologist specializes in pediatric, quote, gender-affirming care for transgender and gender-expansive patients. That is, she's a child sexual predator. Her biography uh, uh, pages reflected on Erin Schaff focuses her research on how 
genders before puberty develop, you see, genders before puberty develop as well as the mental health effects of puberty blockers and cross-sex hormones, which are part of chemical sex changes on children. She should be arrested immediately. She has on her website, 21st Century Gender Creative Children. They use the words, but they don't know what they mean. This person is a danger to children everywhere. She On her webpage, I'm looking at it now, transgender children. This is her, uh, these are her areas of expertise. Gender expansive children. That, that doesn't actually have an actual meaning. Gender fluid children. They're children. Leave them alone, you sexual predator. Gender non-binary children, uh, C point A. Gender hybrids. There is no such thing as a gender hybrid. Gender Prius. You know, a car is a hybrid. It's got uh, Prius, has uh, got gas and electric. Gender Prius, she says, that is half girl, half boy. They're, they're growing this uh, at, uh, you know, in schools all across America. Gender Minotaur. Minotaur, you know, man with a bull's head. Uh, Greek mythology. One on top, other on bottom. This is what she said. You can be a boy on top, a girl on the bottom, or vice versa. This is what she says, and she's got children in her claws. Gender by season. School year girl, summertime boy. Gender by location. At home, a boy. At grandma's, a girl. This is what she's teaching. This is uh, child abuse. It's child psychological abuse. It's child psychic abuse. It's child sexual abuse. She is a predator. She is not a normal person. She is not a well person. According to Britannica, Minotaur is derived from Greek mythology as a creature, again, body of a man, the head of a bull. She said, I totally agree with no one. I totally agree we're in the midst of a gender revolution and that the children are leading it. No, you are a dangerous child sexual predator, and you should be in handcuffs. And it's a wonderful thing to see, she said, and it's also humbling to know children know more than we do about this topic. That is psychotic, of being gender expansive, which doesn't have an actual meaning. She said this during a 2018 talk at the San Francisco Public Library. Wow. These people are crazy. You know, now at the Nancy Pelosi Federal Office Building in San Francisco, because people like this are in charge in San Francisco, it's now too dangerous for people to commute there. It's too dangerous for people to work there. So everybody there, including Nancy Pelosi's congressional staff, have been ordered to stay home and not come to work because the Democrat Party has made it too dangerous. Wow. That's pretty amazing stuff. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. A boy twirled into my office and said to me, you see, I'm a Prius. I'm a boy in the front and a girl in the back. That is uh, like uh, child uh, sodomy is illegal. Well, maybe not in San Francisco. It's hard to say. I started meeting with a bunch of gender hybrids. There is no such thing. And so we have this gender Prius. We have a gender minotaur, she said. And most of the kids who are gender minotaurs love mermaids. You need to be taken away in a straitjacket, lady. 
Okay. So make sure you have a lot of mermaid books. Sure. Mm-mm-mm. If you really do think about it, it works. She's mentally ill. All right. And this, the children should not be left in the care of these people. Now let's go to, uh, because a, a uh, detransitioning person named Ollie London, who was uh, born in England, and Ollie London, 33 years old, moved to South Korea, became so obsessed with the uh, South Korean boy bands, what are they called? K-pop. K-pop. That he started having surgery to become Korean. All right? This is Ollie London. Uh, and an English person, and uh, screwed up in the head, a uh, uh, liberal family, and went to South Korea, uh, started having surgeries to uh, transition his race to Korean, to Asian, and then uh, he announced that he was gender non-binary, uh, Pride Month 2021, just a couple of years ago. They, them, pronouns, Democrat, neo-pronouns, doesn't mean anything, uh, inspired by something in South Korea, plastic surgeries to um, <laughs> plans to have penis reduction surgery, see, <laughs> standing in, in uh, Korea, <laughs> and uh, this is uh, pretty amazing. And then decided all of that is wrong, and he was mistaken. So while uh, Ali London was on the Fox News Channel live this morning, I was watching it for you, so you didn't have to, and uh, talking about this lunatic in, um, you know, with the gender Priuses. Here is now detransitioning, now no longer having surgery to become Korean or having penis reduction surgery, Ollie London on this lunatic with the uh, gender minotaurs. This is an executive at a gender clinic that uh, researches gender development and offers advice and policy advice for parents and for clinics to transition children. So this professor is basing her minotaur theory on a conversation she said she had with a seven-year-old boy who said he looks like a boy at the front and he looks like a girl at the back. And so she's now basing her policy and what she's saying to parents and other doctors based on this. So this is the kind of an example of a doctor that is uh, leading this gender identity um, com- campaign, pushing it on kids. You know, now we're telling kids to be a minotaur. What are they going to do, yeah. put horns on them? Like, it, it's really crazy, and it's very worrying that this is a person that has authority to push for gender transition. Yes. A professor, they put the horns on at the after-school Satan Club, which the Democrats also advanced, Ollie London. When you have doctors and gender clinics planting the seed in the child's head, so the child isn't thinking about their identity, and suddenly it's being pushed on them. Mm-hmm. We also see the case in certain schools in Virginia, Maryland, and New Jersey recently that are transitioning kids without the parents even knowing. So it's about, you know, that is harmful to put these ideas into kids' heads, because some days kids might want to be a pirate, they might want to be a dinosaur or an astronaut, yeah. but you don't go suddenly affirming that. Uh, absolutely correct. Uh, Ollie London is, um, you know, with all of Ollie London's issues, is a genius compared to the average Democrat today, Ollie London. Adults can make decisions on their own, and, you know, we accept that, and it's a very accepting society, but it's when it's being pushed on kids. So um, I've written a book, and I discuss all of this in Gender Madness about how harmful it is to push this on kids and how we're seeing a rise in particularly young teenage girls undergoing double mastectomies, hormone replacement therapies, and puberty blockers, and how it's simply a very harmful approach because kids cannot consent. They don't understand the long-term ramifications of these things. Um. You know, your Democrat Party is very, very unwell. Uh, And these are child sexual predators, and they've mainstreamed it. It's quite extraordinary. Last year, 
The United States broke our all-time record for suicides in the United States. I'm going to go out on a limb here and suggest that the Democrat Party had had a little something to do with all this. Because, come on, 2022 U.S. records highest number of annual suicides in the history of the country. I'm thinking that the Democrat Party has a lot to do with this. You know, but they also run the voluntary human extinction movement. They want the human species to go extinct, you know, to restore the planet to its original luster when banana slugs ruled the world. Another giant Joe Biden scandal breaking today. The House Republicans are now demanding unredacted records of Joe Biden using pseudonyms while vice president of the United States, fake government email addresses, and House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer has asked the National Archives on Wednesday, yesterday, to hand over any unredacted records in which President Joseph Robinette Biden used a pseudonym during his vice presidency as Republicans move closer to launching an impeachment inquiry into his role in his son Hunter's foreign business dealings. Emails previously released by the National Archives and retrieved from Hunter's abandoned laptop, passive-aggressive, reveal that Joe Biden used the email address Robert L. Peters at pci.gov while he was President Barack Obama's second-in-command, Vice President of the United States. And uh, But wait, there's more. His aide, John Flynn, cc'd Hunter on 10 emails containing the elder Biden's daily schedule between May 18th and June 15th of 2016. But wait, there's more. He used other pseudonyms, too. Comer's request covers records using Biden's other known pseudonyms, excuse me, pseudonyms, Robin Ware. You know, his middle name is Robinette. Robin Ware and J.R.B. Ware. See, that's uh, Joe Joseph Robinette Beware. Yeah, we should beware. Joseph Robinette Beware, J.R.B. Ware, W-A-R-E, last name, and Robin Ware and Robert L. Peters. So uh, RLP and makes the appointed request for certain documents such as drafts of Joe Biden's December 2015 speech to Ukraine's parliament. Joe Biden has stated there was an absolute wall between his family's foreign business schemes and his duties as vice president, but evidence reveals that access was wide open for his family's influence peddling, Congressman Comer said in a statement. Now, Joe Biden is going to turn out to be the biggest liar, maybe a bigger liar than uh, Barack Obama. Do you think that's possible, Michael? We already have evidence. The then vice president speaking, dining, and having coffee with his son's foreign business associates. James Comer went on to say, we also know Hunter Biden and his associates were informed of then vice president Biden's official government duties in countries where they had financial interests. None of this is of any interest to the Washington Post, the New York Times, CNN. No, they're obsessed with, uh, what, what's the word? Rigor. Rigor. That's it, a clear example of, of racism. Well, I'm sick and tired of smart guys. Ah! 
John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.